JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast. We asked our friends from Turo College. We said because we've been uh, featuring a whole bunch of people from Turo College recently, as you know. We said who would be appropriate to bring on on Yomar Shoah to discuss a variety of topics about this important day. And boy, did they come up with the perfect guest for us, and I want to thank them. Uh, Dr. Israel Singer, Vice President of International Affairs at Turo, Professor of Contemporary Jury at Lander, and the Graduate School of uh, Jewish Studies. Uh, Dr. Singer was named Secretary General of the World Jewish Congress in 1985, served there for two decades. He's now Honorary President of the International Jewish Committee for Interreligious Consultations. In 2002, he received the Jerusalem Prize for Jewish Leadership from the Nation of Israel for his work in the restoration of Jewish property and other restitution efforts, and he's taught political science and political theories in a variety of institutions, including, of course, at Turo College here in uh, New York. Uh, Dr. Israel Singer, an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM on this Yom HaShoah. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be up early to speak to you. I uh, like hearing your voice. Uh, even uh, when it's not early. I appreciate that very much. We're going to get into a couple of issues regarding what this day is all about, just practically speaking, so people understand and know Turo's commitment to both Jewish history and, of course, modern Jewish history in relationship to the uh, topic of the Shoah. I'd have to assume, and I'd ask you for a comment, uh, that the Jewish history department and uh, the one that deals specifically with Holocaust programs at Turo uh, likely is rich with uh, many courses and a variety of courses of studies and professors who can address a lot of these issues and educate those from our community and from other communities uh, about uh, the Shoah and modern Jewish history. Can you just give us a, a quick overview about what Turo makes available to its students? Very quick summary. Uh, we, we have a PhD program in Jewish history which uh, specializes in uh, many, many fields, but one of them, of course, is one that Dr. Lander, the founder of the school, and uh, his successor, Dr. Kadish, have been especially committed to, and that is the uh, study of the Holocaust and uh, the study of uh, human rights uh, and the violations of uh, the genocide agreement. Uh, I, I can tell you that we have a special uh, program in Berlin, uh, which we teach uh, as part of the denazification program in Germany, uh, people in Europe, in the entire European Union, uh, about the Holocaust and how to protect people from uh, repetition of such violence. Uh, but more importantly, uh, we uh, every year bring a group of young people, I, I had that program myself, uh, to uh, uh, Europe to visit not just uh, concentration camps, uh, but as well places in which uh, the, the human species became so low uh, that it was not even predicted uh, in any of the uh, early historical documents. Uh, nothing like the Holocaust ever happened before. And uh, we try to teach young people from the United States, from Turo College and others who uh, join us uh, every summer, uh, hopefully, we might have part of this program this summer as well. Last summer it was virtual, uh, and we teach them about the Holocaust. They have been participants in the room where uh, the war criminals were tried uh, in Nuremberg. They were participants in the places in which Hitler uh, 
created the mass psychosis and which caused the uh, the rallies to get millions of people to become participants in uh, violence that had never been known before without any cause, uh, just racism and uh, anti-Semitism. Uh, this is one of the unique programs. It should be followed by others. It's a summer abroad program, and uh, it's a four-credit program for undergraduate and graduate students. Everybody gets to write a paper from their perspective as to what they saw and what they learned. Dr. Israel Singer with us. Uh, information about all this at Turo College, of course, Turo.edu. Turo.edu, as you hear on this Yom HaShoah, they are committed uh, to not just a, a, a rich Jewish history department, but one that concentrates tremendously on many different aspects, facets, and angles of the Holocaust uh, as it relates to our community and beyond. Um, today is Yom HaShoah, of course, and uh, based on your experience uh, with all the different positions you've held and what you've seen over the last many, many decades, um, it, it would be interesting to hear your perspective about what's going on in 2021 as we look back today and get everyone in the proper mood for what happened back in World War II. How relevant are the events of World War II to the events that we, as a much freer people, are going through in the United States and other parts of the world today? To make any comparison uh, between uh, events that we're going through today and what happened during the Holocaust is uh, absolutely an exaggeration. Uh, That was a unique event in history. Uh, It should be taught as such. It was the particular downgrading of the human species to a degree uh, that uh, seems not to have happened before, and we have uh, studies in which we do comparative analyses of various kinds of misbehavior throughout history. But uh, to discuss the one point which is comparative in our society today to that period, that is the concept of neutrality, the concept of people standing by and not doing anything, not participating, not helping their own relatives get visas to come to the United States, not sending affidavits. American Jews didn't send their own relatives affidavits because they were afraid they might be a burden and rather let them be burned. 4.2 million people were reported as having been killed, scared, shot uh, by 1943, and uh, my whole family was already killed, and my parents were not sent. Uh, affidavits by their relatives in the United States to come to the United States where they could have been saved. This kind of repetition where people watch other people being killed, even their own relatives, and look at only themselves are a nation of navel gazers, people who concern themselves only with themselves rather than the pain of other people is being repeated now. There are other people, and I make no comparison between illness and uh, violence and genocide, but people ignore other people and their illness and take care of only themselves. People grab spaces ahead of other people, like people changing places online in the concentration camps so that they might go to a labor camp or get an extra portion of food. Whole countries like Switzerland are models as to how people shouldn't behave because they were neutral in the face of evil. Even Jews 
are warned that we should remember Zohar. And then the, just to make sure that we get a kick in the pants so that we don't behave the same way, again, we're told lo It's the only place where we see that kind of behavior because people do. That's why that's a warning. Uh, it's nice to teach about these things. We try our best as a school. It's nice to take people to show them how low man can think by visiting places like this. However, and the March of the Living was a perfect example that was started by uh, the Minister of Finance, then of Israel, uh, Avram Hirson. And I really want to tell you that, that, you know, many people did many things to help those people. But in this country, I was president of the Claims Conference. My first duty as president of the Claims Conference was to try and get pensions right. for Jews who lived in Eastern Europe. Right. Millions. Jews lived in Eastern Europe, and we American Jews followed the Cold War narrative by not sending our own people pensions and just taking care of the people in the United States and the other diaspora countries. When people in Russia were starving, they were, they were treated terribly by the Nazis, treated terribly by the communists, and then treated terribly by the Jews who decided to be good Americans during the Cold War as opposed to being good Jews and good citizens good relatives, and let the people there starve. Uh, so there's a lot of neutrality, and neutrality in the face of evil is participation. And that's the kind of thing that I think particularly religious Jews in yeshivas shouldn't choose only one day to remember them. There should be a certain m- memory every day for religious Jews. We started saying, after the crusade, right. we started saying nothing after the Holocaust. It's going to be forgotten. It's only three generations. It's only 70 years, and already we're well along the way of forgetting. Dr. Israel Singer is with us. He is um, professor of Jewish history and much more over at the Turo College. Um, We talk about what's happening today and and your comments about neutrality or uh, what some people might call a... um, a desire to be indifferent uh, is so important. Do, do you see? Do you see this in a in an even deeper sense because of the effects of the pandemic? Have have the feelings you've had about the era we're in uh, grown even sharper because of what you've seen over the last year? Absolutely. Uh, I think many many people uh, see the pandemic as already having passed because they've been vaccinated. Uh, everything look, is looked upon by a personal perspective as opposed to a national perspective or a familial perspective even. I mean, my God, you can't go into shul and say this thing is over and just stand there because you don't like to have your mouth muzzled by a mask. I mean, remember, your grandfather, uh, he might die because of your interest in freedom or your interest in comfort. It's even worse in some cases. People just want to be a little more comfortable. Uh, I really want to tell you there's no comparison between a, uh, uh, a, a, a situation like our pandemic. Uh, but right now, the pandemic is the worst thing that ever happened because right. it's happening to people themselves. Right. Everything about themselves. Judaism was created uh, as a religion by Kaddish Baruch Hu to create a better world a world in which we're supposed to protect 
every other person, not only ourselves. And I think that the self has become so uh, overwhelming and so overriding in the rich society in, we, in which we live uh, that we have forgotten the other. Uh, Dr. Israel Singer's with us. You've made some amazing points for this Yom HaShoah. I mean, especially the Zahor al Tishkach. I mean, the uh, juxtaposition of remembering and uh, and and the the um, tendency that we as human beings have uh, in terms of being forgetful. I mean, it's uh, such an important point for today. Um, it, there are those, even though it shouldn't be only one day a year, you know this, that there are those, and, and thank God, by the way, that at least they're brave enough in some cases to actually bring it up, uh, who will be uh, with their students today in school, uh, some in yeshivas that are not really concentrating on the theme of the day, but certain uh, rabbeim and teachers might take it upon themselves to mention it and to and to tell the young people, you know, maybe how lucky they are to be in the United States or the differences between living today and living back then uh, for a kid during the Shoah. What would you say would be an effective way, uh, in an informal manner, I'm not talking about the programs and the trips that you described earlier, and kudos to Turo for that, but what would you do if you walked into a classroom today and 10, 11, 12-year-olds or teenagers are sitting there and you wanted to bring this point across to them about why today is so important? I would describe my personal experience. I was a child uh, in my early teens, and my parents decided to take me, which it wasn't easy in those days. Uh, we weren't a wealthy family, but we were an educated family. My parents took me to Israel to the Eichmann trial. And I sat on my, we only had two seats, my father and mother, and I sat in between them in the crack for hours and hours and hours because my father was an educator, not professionally. He was an educated person. Uh, and he wanted his children to be educated. And he as a Holocaust survivor, not in a death camp by any stretch of the imagination, only in a labor camp. But he, he took me to the Eichmann trial. It transformed my life. It made me involved in things that I could have ignored and could have just tried to change my life. I would force kids to be free. I would force them to be free to understand their own history and to understand what happened to the Jewish people and to understand their own families, in some cases, ignoring such horror uh, and moving on with their lives. Uh, this is a necessity that needs to be done by each teacher knowing his or her students uh, and not to be ignored. And it shouldn't be done only one day a year. Right. It should be done the, the, the period right after the crusade, put Abba Rachman into the davening. I know why you shouldn't add things to formal davening. I know halachically why. I got smichas and tervedas, but I can tell you <laughs> that we've all failed. Religious Jews particularly who are committed every day have failed and failed, continue to fail. It's no good. Lo sishkach. We should read the Parsha informally today. We should read it often, and we should remember always. Do you, uh, do you worry about the future of the Jewish people in the United States of America? Especially, I do. Especially as you recall... I worry particularly because of their comfort level. Uh, everybody's concerned with their comfort level. And then they're surprised when they're not comfortable. Uh, I believe that people should be made uncomfortable as often as possible. I believe in comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable. And the United <laughs> States is a perfect place in which to start because we're the most yeah. comfortable. Plenty of opportunity here to do that, that's for sure. That's correct. 
Dr. Israel Singer, uh, he is a, a political science professor at Turo College. Uh, he, of course, uh, is the former president of the Claims Conference and a noted Holocaust educator with some important messages today. Information, by the way, about all the formal education in the world of Jewish history and in the, um, the uh, on the topic of modern Jewish history and the Holocaust, specifically at Turo. Go to turo.edu, turo.edu. And as we always recommend, we always recommend to parents and grandparents out there, suggest to your children just how important a real, a real course of study is in any area. You know, not these, uh, well, I'm not going to get into it now, but but a real course of study with real professors and and, and real time put into it, etc., like they have at Turo. Uh, when it comes to this area, Jewish history and, uh, and, and the education uh, about the Holocaust, uh, recommend it as well, that if, if a student wants to pursue it, they should pursue it in a very serious manner with real educators and in a formal program like they have at uh, Turo. Dr. Israel Singer, I thank you, and I hope that uh, uh, what you've told us this morning will resonate with everybody young and old, and that not just today, but every day we remember. Uh, we remember, and we don't forget on this Yom HaShoah. Thank you. A pleasure. Dr. Israel Singer at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. <laughs>